Good morning, America. Good afternoon, podcast fans from Lemby, Denmark. It is a beautiful, beautiful day here in Denmark. today. How are you guys doing? Hope you guys are doing well. Welcome back to another episode of Always Loading. It, it is our belief on this podcast that there is literally no difference between you and the most successful people in the world. You have the same amount of time as them in a day. At some point, they were just like you. At some point, they had the same amount of followers. At same point, at some point, they had the same jump shot. At some point, they had the same, you know, ball handling. They had the same thoughts about business. They had an idea and they just pulled the trigger. At some point, you know, they were you, and they broke through. How did they break through? Discipline, consistency, and a little bit of belief, and a consistency to be dependent and believe in themselves. And it's just that simple. It just takes time. If somebody, you know, and there was actually um. The, today's topic is about word choice and there's actually a couple words that are a little trigger me and one of them is arrogance and I actually got a posted today about it because it's like arrogance no 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 I'm not arrogant I'm confident and I'm confident because I know that anybody can do exactly what I'm doing and I'm not special I'm awesome and I'm good at what I do I've worked really really hard to get here but I'm not special by any means if somebody asks me if one of my peers asked me I might be like yeah, you know, I'm pretty good. I'm all right. Like, you know, I'm not going to just boast in their face. But if a kid asks me or whatever, and they're like, hey, are you pretty good? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm awesome. Like, I'm really good at this game. But here's the cool thing. I will follow that up with, you can be better than me. Like, you can be much better than me. If you, it's, it's literally facts. It's math. It's complete and utter binary math where if you work out harder than me, if you work out more than me, if you work out more focused than me, if you play ones harder than I do, you will be better than me. And I don't understand how that doesn't make sense to people. And people are so afraid of being like, oh, I don't want to say I'm confident because I could come across as being arrogant. No, hell no. Arrogance is the person that's walking around with like that fake swag. And honestly, those people usually will get the job at first and then it takes someone a while to be like, oh, I made a bad decision. That person just is really good at appearing to be confident even though they don't have the work to back it up. They're what actually me and my cousin just talked about recently is it's called paper tigers in the world of martial arts. Like, yeah, you can do all the moves, but like a wooden plank doesn't hit back as Bruce Lee used to say. I actually thought that was really cool. And another thing that happens with word choice is yesterday I was have, enjoying a very nice meal at a little pizzeria in town. I'm trying out the new places. And I was reading a book called Notes from a Friend by Tony Robbins. And in this book, he's probably in his 20s. And it's interesting because it's stuff that he talked about. I've heard him talk about plenty of times in his newer books too. But it's like a very short book. But the most important chapter in here and the one that you guys really, 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 really need to look into is your word choice. And it's so important for you to become conscious of your word choice because how much power you allow these words to have. And so there's a... There's a, an activity in the book where there's lines and it says that there's disempowering words and you need to learn how to make a new, more empowering word. So like a disempowering word would be like stupid. And in his um, example, a new empowering word would be like, I'm discovering something. And so for me, I used to be so hard on myself. I'm still hard. I'm still very critical of myself, but I use different verbiage and I've noticed a huge difference. And so I actually did this exact same activity in a different Anthony Robbins book three years ago and it was super interesting to realize that I took some words out of my dictionary and I literally don't use them anymore. And if I hear them, 
I like, I'm like, oh, okay, I remember I used to use that word. Like someone's like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed by this. I'm so stressed by this. I do not let myself use those words. And I've come up with, and you have to replace them too. You have to have something else there. So here's, uh, here's my list and here's some of the words that I've changed them with and I'll tell you some stories about them. So my list are anxiety, stressed, overwhelmed, scared, hesitant, failure, dumb or stupid, horrible slash regret, the problem is, why am I messing up in a risky or something that's bad shot? And here's the things that I replace them with, and this has been so important, and I'll tell stories with them too. So anxiety, okay? I'm gonna have a kid someday, and this is a story that I've actually told before plenty of times, and this kid's gonna come up to me because he's never gonna hear the word anxiety in my house, and my wife and my kids or whatever, it's just gonna be an amazing house at some point, and I'm really excited, but you know, it happens when it happens. He's gonna come up to me before a game. He's gonna be, you know, five or six, and maybe it's gonna be a bigger game, and he's gonna be like, Dad, I, I feel funny. I'm like, what do you mean, bud? And he's gonna be like, Oh, my stomach, you know, it's, I, my stomach feels weird. And I'm like, Dude, you're just, your body's just preparing itself. Your body is priming itself because you're about to do something exciting. You're about to do something could potentially be awesome. And you might make mistakes and you might have to learn and you might have to get better or, um, you know, you're just going to light the world on fire. And I was like, yeah, that's all your body's doing. And if you think about it, it's like a check system and your body really is preparing itself. If because if you have quote unquote anxiety before a game and you ate kind of a meal that you shouldn't have had, what do you do? You literally are either going to throw it up or it's going to come out the other end. Your body is going through a check system like an airplane going, hey, okay, I'm trying to prepare myself. What do I need to do? Oh, I need to get rid of this. Like this is not going to be helpful. Um, and then your body's like, okay, did I shoot enough? Did I make – your body's going through a checklist to make sure you're prepared. It's priming itself. And so anyways, my kid and that is going to he see it as like, dude, you're just priming yourself. Your body's just excited. Your body's excited to go. And he's going to be like, okay, cool. Like that's going to have so much more of a – a good impact versus the kid that shows up. And I don't know why I'm picturing this kid that's like, you know, got an asthma inhaler and is like, um, hey, like, oh, I have so much, like, oh, I'm so stressed. I'm so nervous about this game. I have so much anxiety. And my kid's going to be like, what's that? And he's going to come up to me after the game. He's going to be like, hey, Kurt said, little Kurt said that he had like a bunch of anxiety and he was stressed. Like, what does that mean? And he'd be like, oh, you remember that feeling? Where, you know, you have that stomach in your, yeah, little butterflies and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, they just, they use a different word for that in their house. And like, it's a word of empowerment versus a word of disempowerment. And this is kind of how this exercise works. Um, you know, we've been, we've been, you, we've been using words that we shouldn't have used for a long time. Okay. So stress. I just see stress as a completely different thing now because I put stress on my body on purpose so that I feel less stressed out in situations. So as far as like, like disciplines and stuff like that, you know, I put myself in the ice showers every single morning. Um, I put my body through, you know, the 456 pushups. I will put myself out of my comfort zone every once in a while. Like this morning when uh, Ruman, the uh, Instagram, like hoop, I just want a hoop guy, the India guy. I don't know if you guys have ever followed him. He's pretty funny. Um, but he was, he was going live and he's like, if you guys want to come live with me, come live. And he's like pretty famous. So I was just like, dude, yo, take me live. And like, I could feel my heart kind of beat fast. Cause like, man, if he brings me on there, like this is gonna be dope. And there's plenty of, he's got like thousands and th he's got 300,000 followers. I think this is gonna be super cool. And like, I see stress as something that's really important. I think you need to put stress on your body. And if you're not 
a little nervous or a little, if your heart isn't beating a little bit, I don't think you're testing yourself enough. So I just see stress as completely different. I don't really use the word because I don't think it's, it's not necessary. I don't need to like add problems to our life already. So the word overwhelmed, I literally have not used that word in a negative light since I wrote it down. And I used to use it all the time. And like for like three years, I'm like, man, I really took that word out of my dictionary. Like that's nuts. Like I don't, I just don't use it. Like I see, I see myself as just, I have a full schedule. Like that's it. Like there's nothing to be, you can only control what we can control. And if you do have a full schedule, well, that's cool. It's better than not. There's a lot of people that would wish to have that much going on. Like that's, it's just perspective. It always comes back to perspective. Um, being scared. Oh man, I see being scared is so different now. Because if you think about it, um, you don't want to be too comfortable in your life. You really don't. If you're comfortable, you need to find a way to step outside your comfort zone and, and scare yourself a little bit and turn yourself on. Like you're, don't be turned off all the time and just if you're you know if you're so comfortable. So what I would do is honestly. If I felt myself kind of getting in a groove and my roommate in Lithuania remembers this, I just I just go on a walk and I'd go find like a forest and and walk until I was scared. I made sure I asked him first. I was like, hey, there's no like wolves are out there, right? He's like, no, there's no wolves. He's like, you might see a moose. Like, okay, okay. So in the night, I just walked out. I walked out as far as I could go. And then I just sat down in the fear. And it's, you know, I talked about this before, but it's a fear walk. And I sat down in the fear and I wrote. And I'm so turned on in that moment because I'm scared a little bit. Actually, I'm pretty scared. And instead of being scared, I focus my energy, all that little nervous energy that I have going through my body and that scared energy, I I channel it to what am I thankful for? What am I trying to, why am I here? Like, why am I, why am I playing basketball? Why do I love myself? Why do I love this opportunity? Like, and when you channel that, your body, it goes into like kind of a fight or flight mode and your brain is like, active like it is turned on and i've had some of my best ideas on those fear walks and so i think being scared is super important i think it just kind of knocks you you know kind of kicks you around like hey man like shake the cage like don't get comfortable like it's that's that's not helpful for you it's not helpful um hesitant Uh, you're starting you're starting whatever you're about to do like uh, i don't really see like if you're if you're hesitant to you know make a move, you're hesitant to go talk to someone, well, you're, you're just getting started. And that means it's something you need to like go towards. If you're hesitant for something, it's probably something you need to try. And hesitancy and boldness, um, boldness is like a muscle that when you use it often, you're not as hesitant. It's also the reason why the ice showers is helpful. Because the less I stand there, like waiting to get in the ice shower, the more bold I get in real life. Um, because it's like, Oh, just do it. Like do it and just live with, live with the live with the benefits, the certain the the problems, whatever whatever it might be. Like there's gonna be consequences. There's good and bad of every um you know decision you make. But if you make it quicker, if you make it with a little bit of confidence, it's probably gonna go better than if you're hesitant. So I see hesitancy as like you're starting to do something that that you're um that's just gonna turn you on. Another thing, it's just you're just turning yourself on. You're putting yourself in situations. Uh, failure. This one's big for me too. Failure, I 100% see is necessary. I, and I wrote a blog about this um, a year ago when I was in Lithuania. If you fail, like in situations as far as uh, like a new situation for you, like when I was learning how to be a guard, I came around this screen and I snaked the screen in, instead of um, 
instead of using it and then trying to play pick and roll, I came across it and then I cut right back and tried to cut in front of the big. And I'd never done that. I'd seen it in the NBA. I'd always wanted to try it. And I got picked and I ended up getting pulled. And as I got pulled, I was like pretty, I was happy about myself. I was proud of myself because I tried something. And all I realized is that when I snake back through, I need to do this quick double dribble instead of like bring the ball high where it's like able for the big man to get it. Because I need to bring it down low enough where the big man can't get it. I was like, dude, that was so good because now I can go to the gym and work on it. But if I never made that failure, I wouldn't have known what I needed to work on. And so failure is so necessary, especially for athletes, especially for you know, business people. When you make a failure, you just find another way that doesn't work or another way you need to tweak it. Like, God, keep like working, like keep trying stuff, keep you know, I just started doing a bunch of Instagram ads and like I'm learning how they work and I'm making failures and I'm tweaking them, but I'm not like putting $50 on it. I'm putting a couple dollars on it and seeing how they work. Like fail, please, for the love of God, if you're going to do something, fail towards something like, you know, John Maxwell called it failing forward. Like, oh man, I see failure is so different. Like if I talked to my six-year-old self, I'd be like, dude, keep, keep trying that. Like to have the courage to try something like that's just so much more different. That's actually another one's on here. A riskier, a bad shot. Like, no, you're, you have courage. If you're trying something and you're trying to be bold, that's not risky. You're, it's courageous. Like, it takes balls to do something. It takes balls to walk up to a girl. It takes balls to take a, a shot in front of 5,000 people. Stop seeing it as a bad shot and start seeing it as courage. It's courageous. Um, one of the things that will happen while you're working out or while you're doing something is you start focusing on why am I missing? Uh-uh. Don't ask yourself that question. What makes me successful? Because that's a much better question. If you ask yourself, why am I missing? Why am I missing? Fuck, why am I missing? And you're not obviously saying that, but your body's asking that because you're getting mad. And then your body's going to be like, well, I'm missing because, you know, I, um, I'm i not very good. Or I'm missing because I don't feel very good today. Blah, blah, Whatever it is, your brain will find an answer for it. Whatever you ask it for, it'll find an answer. So instead, if you say, what makes me good? When, what, what do I do when I'm a good shooter? What do I do when I'm um, feeling good? It's, oh, I have good balance. I have... Uh, a good follow through, whatever it might be for you. And then that's what you're focused on. So then you're focused in on fixing your balance. Now you're making the adjustment you need to make versus on focusing on why you're missing and then you keep missing. Um, Another word that I hear a lot is when someone starts, when you're talking to someone about uh, a story or a show that you just went and saw and I keep tabs on this on people that I spend time with, and keep tabs on how some how many times someone says, well, the problem with that is, or like you're they're talking about, they're trying to fix something and you give them a solution and you go, well, the problem with that is, well, if you're going to keep looking for the problem, guess what? You're going to find the problem. And, and really, I'm not kidding. When you're talking to someone, take inventory for a day on how often they start with the problem is. And I, I pointed this out to someone on the train the other day when I was talking, I was like, you know, I was like, it's interesting. You always start with the problem. And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, I'm you saying I'm negative. And I was like, yeah. And she like, I think she was kind of surprised because maybe she hasn't met someone that's as honest as I am. And I'm not saying it in a malicious way. And I said, don't, I said, don't get me wrong. I said, you don't finish on the problem and you're very pleasant to talk to, but you start with the problem. Why? Why does your brain start with the problem? I was like, why doesn't it start with a solution? Or why doesn't it start with what's good about the situation? Notice that. Notice how you do. Notice how you do these little things. Become aware, you know. And that's what um, you know. Writing this stuff down. That's what reading good books does for you. Is it just keeps you aware 
of the things that you do that hurts you. Like physically, this, this stuff will hurt you. This stuff will impact your life. It'll impact your career. It'll impact your friendships. You know, people try and they try and court, you know, uh, a new relationship. But like if you haven't become the person that, that is worthy of, of that person spending time with you, it's not going to work out probably. And this is just another way to like get rid of that stuff. Um, and the last one, I already talked about silly. And, uh, but it's like hor- something's horrible or I have regret. No, 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 no. Regret is a good thing. If you have regret, you need to pay attention to whatever that was and you need to learn from it. Um, you know, for me, one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't stand up for myself in baseball. And I tried a little bit, you know, I, I, they didn't let me hit. And it was something I was very, very good at. It was something that I had so much passion for. I literally cried at night, like, but I just, I didn't know how to have confrontation. I didn't know how to have confrontational talks. And I'll probably do a podcast on that at some point because it's so important to learn that, like, it's okay. It's okay to have a confrontation with somebody. A professional confrontation where you both speak your sides and everyone knows where everyone's coming from. And then you make a decision on whether you want to stay in that situation or not. And, um, and, and you can't take a back seat. Like, I don't care. Like somebody else paid money for someone else to be there. The situation I was in is, you know, this guy had a scholarship to play first base when he came in and, um, I had a scholarship to pitch, but I had set 19 school records as a hitter. And so when this kid came in, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, this kid hit a hundred points below me in batting average in high school. And I, broke every state record. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is bullshit, coach. I was like, this can't happen. He's just like, oh, well, I'm, I'm paying him to be here. So if I don't play him, I'm wasting the scholarship. And I was like, man, like this is, and it took a long time, but it took me, you know, 20 games to really stand up for myself and, and really say what I needed to say. And then I started and I hit 430 as a starter and I had a couple home runs. I hit a home run off the guy that got picked 42nd overall in the first, first round of the MLB draft, like Jeff Ames. I had a bomb off of him. Like I was really good, but I, I didn't say my piece and I always regretted that. But what I did is I made, I paid attention to that. And I said, I'm promising myself right now that I will always stand up for myself no matter what, like no matter what, I'll do it professionally, but I will stand up for myself because I don't ever want to feel that again. So regret, don't use that word, but, but see it as just see it as different. You can use it, but like see it as something that you need to pay attention to. There's a reason why you regret it. Um, and then he even goes on to do um, changing words like that are good too and making them even better. I haven't really done much of that. Um, like instead of being like, oh, that's super cool, I'll be like, oh, that is outrageously awesome. You know, I think that's a little bit too much of the positive mumbo jumbo for me um, that's unnecessary. But just know how important the word choice that you use on a day-to-day basis actually does impact your life. You know, when I when I read this book and I like I said, it's a short read. I sat down and read the whole thing in about an hour and a half. And I was like, man, I can't believe how much different my life is right now and how I treat myself. Man, I treat myself so differently. You can ask any one of my teammates. I used to go off of myself. Honestly, it's almost embarrassing looking back at it because it's like, dude, you would literally like scream at yourself in front of people like you're kind of a crazy person. Like you'd hit in the cage, you'd hit like nine line drives and then you'd ground out to the shortstop on your ninth one, you'd be like, fucking Jeremy, peace, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was horrible. Even my coach would be like, dude, you're so hard on yourself. Like, give it a break. Like, I'm glad you're passionate, but chill out. Like, your, your like, outbursts are, like, really outlandish. And am I still passionate? Absolutely. And am I still, like, really critical of myself? Absolutely. But, like, 
I don't let it be destructive. It's like, okay, what, what do I need to do? Like, what makes me good? What do I need to focus on? I, I don't, like, as they talk about, you know, when you're in a race car and you're headed towards the wall, you don't focus on the wall because you'll hit the wall. You focus on where you're going to go. And I haven't done that. I want to do that at some point. I want to get in a race car and have them put me in a skid and see if I'm, like, capable enough to be in the moment and look where I need to go versus the wall. Because if you look where you need to go, you'll actually correct it automatically because of how cool our brains are. So, um, with that being said, really just focus on your word choice. As always, if you ever want to reach out to me, um, it's always underscore loading on Instagram or Jeremy underscore Bright, um, you know, Facebook, TikTok. I even started a little account on there because that kind of seemed fun. Um, in LinkedIn, Jeremy Bright. I'm around. Um, I'm around and I'm going to post another uh, leverage episode tomorrow with a parent of a dad, a parent of a kid that I I talked to uh, a few weeks back, actually. I'm finally putting the audio together for that. And then I plan on having a guest soon, a ex-minor league baseball player who is an absolute stud. And I've really enjoyed... um, I really enjoyed our friendship when we were teammates back in a summer ball team. And so it'll be great having him on. That'll be good for you guys. Um, if you guys have anyone that you would like to nominate, feel free to message me and DM me um, because, you know, it's been a pleasure having people, um, having guests on. And I'm, and I'm going to go on a couple of their different podcasts and, uh, and meet people soon. And I might even have some of my teammates um, here in, in Denmark be on a podcast at some point. So we will see where that goes. But with that being said, I just hope you guys you know, take a look in the, in the word choice and go through the exercise literally write down some of the words that you use, because when you become aware of them, you'll catch yourself using them during the day. And, uh, it really does make a difference. Um, and I'd love to hear your stories on, on how that changes, uh, in a couple months. And, uh, like I said, if you need help, I am always, I'm an open, open, open book. All the best.